Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine you'll be having a baby in two weeks and you turn around in your home and what will you see? You're missing the crib, blankets, diapers, food, everything else that's needed for the new addition to your family. Won't you need everything right away? Of course you do. You have an immediate need and you must take care of it. This is an example of trigger event. Hi, this is Alan Meyer, a host of Sales is Easy podcast, where we try to simplify and demystify the sales process and learn the formula, how to overcome setbacks and really truly make sales easy. And in today's podcast, I will give you an ideas on what trigger events are and how can you use them within your prospecting activities. Let's dive in. If we transfer this to business environment, you will understand what trigger events means for any existing business. A trigger is a need to buy, an event that pushes you to buy the product right now, not six months or a year down the road, like we talked about the crib, right? But you need it now. And this is true for the biggest corporations in the world and the small businesses oriented locally, your mind pass shops. Remember this, 70% of all North American businesses are so-called mom and pop shops. The advantage of dealing with small businesses is they are fast in reacting when an event is triggered and changes that create a need have happened. Without the trigger, you don't have a compelling reason to reach out to somebody as a salesperson. And without the trigger, your customers, they don't have any, they don't need anything. They don't need to buy someone's product or services now. Some studies show that companies with a trigger event buy 400% more often than once without these kinds of events. Many businesses are putting the cart before the horse. They are creating the product or service for which there is no market. They have a great idea and many startups they have amazing ideas. But when they start testing it and when they really do the focus groups, everything looks good until they ask somebody to give them a credit card number when the money starts exchanging hands. Well, what's going to happen? Probably nothing. They fail as suppliers because they don't understand the customers' wants and needs properly and they have the ideas. But once they survey the market, they're not taking the necessary steps to understand understand when and why somebody's buying, who is on the market today, how you can help them save money, make money, whatever reasons you have. So when you, as a salesperson, when you search for trigger events, that's your first step. You want to form the three main keys of every sale that are. And I'm going to name them right now. You want to research and qualify your customers. You want to be in front of them. And most important part, 
being there when they are ready to buy. So it's all about the timing. And that's your golden key. That's your silver bullet. There's no mystery in it. Many people confuse uh, activities. They think they call every uh, com potential company on the target list. They think they're going to create a need. Yes, but it's extremely harder. To start the sales process, you really need to find out who could or should be in the market today. And then you recognize their wants, their needs, and you want to have the full 360 degree view of your prospects. What's the business situation? What the business issues they experience? What the challenges they have currently? What problems they have? Internal issues, changes, motivations. And then you add yourselves to the equation and ask yourself, how can I put customers in the market? How can I make them aware that we are there to help them with what's happening right now? So how can I make customers realize that they are actually need to act because they have trigger events happening? Let me give you two examples of trigger events. It will be extremely easy to understand what I'm saying here. So you do your research, you do your homework, and there is a company that hiring 15, 20 sales reps. Or there are changes in upper management level. New CFO, for example, comes on board. Well, this clearly sends a message. The company is in need of, if they hire sales reps, guess what? They need a new benefit plan. They need new business cards. Whatever industry you're in, you can find your own approach that actually gives you your own ideas how to approach this account with specific uh, compelling reason to reach out without compelling reason in your first email in your first message you will not go far you will just be one of many salespeople who just call and try to sell something without fully understanding your customers another thing another example thousands of corporate turnarounds occur every year maybe you heard about a few of them in your local newspapers or anywhere where you follow the news but for example if a company is going through big change, is there opportunity for you? If they go through merger acquisition, I'll give you a quick example. A gentleman from Chicago actually called one of the big companies in the area. They were going through mergers acquisition and he's a printing company. Well, guess what? They need new business cards, new memos, uh, everything new, all the printouts, marketing materials, right? With new logo. That's your opportunity. But the idea here is that you do your due diligence and do your fact-finding mission before you pick up the phone, before you send your first email. And then when you reach out to your prospects in the first conversation, you leave them with the impression, you really try to understand the situation, you know it, and you are there, you care to help, and you can add value to them. They will open up their ears. They will give you opportunity to at least go to the next conversation. And then once you discover trigger events, the next step is to develop their perception of your unique value. What can you do for them regarding these trigger events? How your solution, your, your software, your products, your services can actually create value relevant to the trigger event that's, that's happening. So trigger events will give you the clue about the timing. What's the definition of trigger event? That's the event that might trigger the opportunity for you. Any change that's happening within your customer's target list, uh, whatever changes they have, maybe they sign a new big customer, maybe they're going through reshuffling your organization, maybe they're firing some people. On the sales training side, I, I prefer when customers are going through difficult phase because they need help. If everything's going smoothly, they don't need sales training to help them. So I had one guy saying, we had last two quarters really bad. We need help to book more appointments, to qualify faster, and to send more proposals out. Can you help? Of course I can. But they realize they have a problem. And once they have a problem, they're searching for a solution. And solution was to give them 
another training. So I love when customers are going through difficult situation. That's opportunity for you. So if your customers are losing money, you, you can talk with them how to stop bleeding. Good news is if you deal with publicly traded companies, you can re- you can get financial reports easily and publicly and then you can read this and you don't need to spend three days reading it but you know learn something about how to read financial reports and then once you read it you will see what's happening like if they have a drop because of pandemic because of any external stuff happening uh, if they have a drop in revenue hey what's happening guys like can you help them how can you help them get uh, reduce the churn stop the bleeding or how can you help them grow become number one if they're if they're dropped if they're number one in a region or in a country they go up to two or three can you help them? How you can help them? But the idea is when you are prospecting, when you're getting into prospecting activities, you want to differentiate prospects from suspects. And many unsuccessful salespeople spend their time with customers who are not even close to do anything. And they contact them regularly simply because they're in a pipeline, they need to fill their day somehow, but it's just a waste of your time and their time. So if you want to be successful in sales, it's you want to be in front it's that's your holy grail in front of your customers when they're on a market to do something and we are there we need to differentiate and with trigger events you have a compelling reason you have tools to create the opportunity for you i'll give you a quick example there was a customer of mine actually a prospect of mine who was speaking at the conference and i got the printout of his speech and i reached out to him hey um, you know, I read your interview, uh, actually, I read your speech, and uh, I agree on some points on this, this, and that. And you always, almost feel over the phone that person is proud, that somebody took some time to really understand that. Another example is I found actually one of the VPs I was trying to reach out to. He was featured in a magazine, and I follow up with him immediately, say, hey, I read your interview, and he almost said like, ah, don't mention it but i felt over the phone he's like 10 foot tall guy like he's so proud of it so that's a simple thing you guys know better how to do your homework your research but think about it do i have a reason to reach out to this specific customer this specific company what's my message how can i accomplish more in less time and chasing people who are interested how can i differentiate myself to really do my homework and really understand what's happening within that account so please don't send emails don't reach out to anybody before you do your homework subscribe to the newsletter like a corporate newsletter, company newsletter. You don't need to give your your corporate uh, email address. You can give them uh, Gmail address, but get the news what's happening and then follow up to, with their competitors. And then when you speak with them and you have the opportunity, say, hey, I noticed that your competitors are doing this, this, and this. What guy, what plans you guys have on this specific topic? You sound like an intelligent person, like an expert, not like a salesperson. Customers love to deal with experts. That's your opportunity. Prepare your questions, questions that will go deeper underneath the surface. I noticed you guys signed this big account. So what's it going to mean for you? How are you going to resolve this? How are you going to sort it out? Or whatever news they have on their public website, that, that's your starting point. Use that news. Like if they introduce new products, new services, how can you tie your products, your services to what they're doing right now? How can you squeeze yourself, put a foot in the door to be a part of a conversation? That's what's missing today from many salespeople. I wrote a book about trigger events in 2007. And since then, there were dozens of other authors who helped shape the new subgenre of sales training. But you will not believe it. I did my trainings uh, across six continents. And I'm not saying this to to to, you know, to promote myself, but I speak with people in different countries. They're not aware of this. They're not using it. Small companies, medium-sized, big companies, they're not using it. I'm still shocked. 
I feel I didn't do a good job in promoting this book. It's not about the book. You can get this book for free. Just reach out to me, send me an email. I'll send you a PDF of the book tomorrow. But it's all about understanding what's happening with your customers. What changes the experience? What are the internal trigger events? What are the external trigger events? What are trigger events that show you growth, stagnation, how to approach it, how to customize? Whole story about it. Once you master this, you'll be master of sales. And then and only then you can grow and you can become whoever you want to become in your sales career. I'm still saddened that many salespeople are not spending enough time to learn about uh, different ways of approaching your customers, to really understand what's happening in their industry with their, with, I mean, their customers' industry, what's happening in the market, what's happening with that specific accounts, how the financial situation changes, how the market changes, how they're influenced by external forces like pandemic, internal forces, new CFO coming on board. If new CFO comes on board, he or she will clean every existing contact. Contract. So there is opportunity for you to squeeze yourself in, to start the conversation. No matter what, you will have more ideas once you do your homework. So please start doing your homework. I can talk about trigger events still forever, but it's time for me to close this podcast. Thank you for listening. Let me know what's your take on it, how you use trigger events. And if you really want to get the book uh, from me about this topic, send me an email on social media, contact me, uh, LinkedIn, whatever it's easiest for you. I'll be more than happy to continue this conversation. So guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. This is Alan Meyer for Sales is Easy. And I hope I'll hear from you and I hope I'll hear uh, any questions from you guys. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for the, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hour. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.